Cultivate podcast. I'm Tammy Brown, and together my husband Matt and I founded Sandals Church with the vision of helping people to be real with themselves, God, and others. Out of that vision came a personal burden to inspire and challenge women to cultivate kindness towards one another. My heart for Cultivate is to come alongside women so that we can grow spiritually wise, relationally kind, emotionally healthy, and connected in community. This podcast is my way of inviting you to join me for real conversations about what God's Word has to say and what it looks like for us, real women, to cultivate it into our everyday lives. Always keeping in mind that we might not be where we want to be, but if we pursue this, we won't be where we were. Well, I'm excited about continuing in this idea of cultivating freedom and the different pathways, if you will, or avenues that we do that as believers as we're following Jesus. And today I have a first time guest on the podcast, um, Morgan Terrell. Hi, everybody. Hi, Morgan. Morgan, tell everybody, first of all, before we get into what we're going to talk about for your segment of cultivating freedom, um, what... What do you do here at Santa's Church? Who Morgan is I? on staff. Tell us about you, Morgan. Sure. Morgan likes to have babies. <laughs> I do. My <laughs> husband told people it's a hobby that we have, and I was like, please don't tell How people that. How many babies do you have? We will have four uh, at the end of June. Under what age? Four and under. <laughs> so I've been pregnant Woo! since 2016. I don't know what the hobby is, but there's definitely a hobby happening here. <laughs> My husband's very proud of that hobby. So there we go. Strong start. Her husband, um, Mike, is on staff yeah. as our... He is the marketing supervisor. So yeah, oversees all that good stuff. He's so good at what he does. Um, I also like to think that I like sometimes slip him ideas that he then uses. Uh, everyone <laughs> listening knows this happens. And like, like, that's hey, no babe, secret to anybody. Can you give me credit for that one? Please? <laughs> okay, thanks. And honestly, while we're at it, you guys, you need to know this is true about me and Matt. <laughs> oh, heck. Just on the record. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> okay. But tell everyone what you do here. In yeah. addition to, you might know Morgan because she does lead worship. You, you mm-hmm. were a full-time worship lead. Yes. And then you've transitioned, but you do still yeah. contribute with mm-hmm. leading worship because it's so beautiful. But you probably, if you saw Morgan, you would know her from leading worship. And but pregnancy, she does something but yes. now. So <laughs> you've seen me pregnant. leading worship pregnant. That just If you've seen a pregnant lady, it's me. <laughs> um, but I now am the supervisor for the online campus. So I get to work a lot with our online audience, digital space, trying to make it um, personable and take the anonymous viewer to feeling like truly a part of mm-hmm. Sandals Church. and Which you are yeah. so good at this. Like if you, you watch online to the online services, you probably see Morgan host. Also the pregnant. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah. You can't always tell on that though. But you do do such a great job Thank of you. that. I, I've, after being a year that's mm-hmm. been primarily online, yeah. I've still been online quite often mm-hmm. just because I've been out of state, out yeah. of town, or for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'm seeing you all the time. But mm-hmm. you... You a few weeks ago you talked about the vision of being real and I told Matt outside of Matt and I it was the best description of thank being you. real that oh you know because we share the you. vision like yeah. we share about our kids it's just part yeah. of and I was like babe you have to listen to Morgan's online hosting mm. this week thank and he's like okay. he's like preaching in person I make him watch it but um, you're doing a really great thank job you. with that thanks so today we're gonna have a real conversation about. In this idea of cultivating freedom, Mm. pursuing courage and bravery. Yes. 
And as we were, I was thinking about, and our team was thinking about this idea, I just thought, let's, let's get this conversation going with Morgan. Morgan is an Enneagram eight mm-hmm. for those of you who kind of go along the Enneagram with us, which is the challenger also though eights, um, I think an attribute of most eights I know, whether they're doing it in a healthy way or they're clumsy with it, is just bravery. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys, eights tend to be protectors of people. Yeah and passions and pursuits and justice. Mm. And so I was like, that could be a fun conversation to have with you yeah. because you are a strong woman. Mm. And one of the things I recognize in you is I think you balance so well being strong and being gentle at the same time. Mm. Thank you. You know, cause you, yeah. you, as far as I know, Mike might say something different, but <laughs> you know, you're not a big hour. bully in <laughs> yeah. your, in your pursuit. Mm. Um, yet you are still super calm you know, competent. Mm. And I wouldn't have thought you were an eight. Thank you. Um, I do take that as a compliment. No (laughs) offense to other eights out there, but I like surprising people with that more so than like people being like, Oh, she's for sure. Yeah. Well, because (laughs) most people, if they feel run over, they're like, Mm. Oh, that's a strong. And there's not a good reputation, especially with women though. I think that women, and it's something that I've had to grow in and Melody has been such a good Mm. um, person in my life to grow in this way of not being intimidated by the strength of other women. I think we, we as women can put it down or we don't like it or we, or we feel run over. We did a whole series, um, a few, months back about gatekeeping Hmm. but I think eights they're gonna go for it yeah yeah the rest of us get mad about it because we're not as strong at keeping our own boundaries Mm. as eights eights are gonna keep their own boundaries and go after what they want and the rest of us I think we get mad at it but honestly I'm curious if there's some jealousy and envy Mm. and like Mm. I wish I was more like that. Totally. You know, totally. and so I love that. So I'm going to ask you a couple questions today. And this is just for the person listening of, you know, the, the idea for this series is to just have a real conversation about what does it look like for us to cultivate freedom? I started out having Matt on the podcast and talking about, mm-hmm. you know, really the, the gateway to finding that freedom. Like, you know, that verse that says, um, I can't even remember the verse now. Um, the sun sets you, when the sun sets yeah, you free, you're John, free indeed. Yeah, totally. It's like John eight thirty six, but don't look that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere around there. It's like right around there. <laughs> um, but that's really the first thing. Cause once you know who God is and who you are and you stop yeah. looking to be who everybody else is, you know, mm. being your authentic self is like a first baby step into, so into, true. into living out that verse. And mm-hmm. what does it mean to find freedom? And we talked so much about women being imprisoned. Mm -hmm. in their own chains of trying Mm -hmm. to be everything they're not and everything everybody else is. The idea of maximizing everyone else's gifts and minimizing our Mm -hmm. own. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm going to ask you some of those similar questions about what does it look like for you to cultivate this bravery and courage yeah. in your life. Yeah. And because that, that is a natural attribute, I think of who you are, but it's mm-hmm. still probably something you have to pursue. Oh, a hundred percent. I think the way that I have to pursue it is like counterintuitive to what most people would think, because I think bravery and courage are like these really like heroic, um, kind of like adjectives. And they think, Oh, you have to like really rally and be so strong. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's like, I have to go the opposite direction. Like to be brave and courageous means I have to like 
be vulnerable and I have to ask for help or, um, I have to like Mm -hmm. not, I have to not depend on myself, which actually is like the scariest thing Mm -hmm. to me. And so, um, like my, my journey is marked with like realizing those things. It's not like, okay, rally and be strong in this moment. It's actually like set yourself aside, like don't rely on yourself for this moment. And that's actually like, for me, the bravest thing I can do. So it may be different just depending on, you know, people's personalities, Mm -hmm. but that's, that's where I'm like most tested in courage because my natural stance is to go like, I got this, like I'll figure it out. I'll push through, like I'll endure my, my harder like challenge Mm -hmm. and where I can exhibit like courage in my life is, is doing the opposite of that. Well, and that's so, such an, it makes me think in such an interesting way about finding freedom because I think that when I think about the, and it, this is not an Enneagram series at all, but I do think mm-hmm. it's interesting the totally. way that, that what, because what the Enneagram does is helps you understand what motivates you yeah to be you. And then you leave the Enneagram behind and you pursue Jesus and how he made you. Yeah. But like you're saying, like you're, you're, you're having to be counterintuitive, mm-hmm. which I think is so interesting because I think the freedom there is to not rely on yourself. Yeah. To remember that God's got For you. For sure. To remember you don't have to handle all the things. For me, that would look so different. Mm-hmm. Like my counterintuitive yeah. is to not think about what can go wrong mm-hmm. and shy away, mm-hmm. but to think about what can go right and be bold because yeah. I, I'm, I struggle with fear, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. And so that would be such if a If we just combined yeah. powers here, we would be, <laughs> know, we would be the whole person. <laughs> but I yeah. mean, honestly, this is going to seem so cheesy, but that's why community Absolutely. And, and that's why community is so important because yeah. in relationship, we do combine that. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and you just sold community so good. You weren't even trying. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I mean, for me, like that's where, that's where vulnerability has like come out because to, to practice vulnerability, there has to be a safe place. And where is a safe place? Like mm-hmm. it's in community. It's with people that know me, that love me, that will like in my vulnerable moments where I'm really scared to come out of that like shell, mm-hmm. they'll love me in it. And like, why do you think being vulnerable is hard for you? What makes, yeah. like what makes it an act of bravery? I think like when I think even growing up, the things that I was like praised for, I was always praised for like my independence. And I was like, it was always such a compliment, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of funny because now I don't really view it as that. I was praised for like independence or strength or self-sufficiency. Like you just always, like my parents would I be like- I always compliment my oldest daughter on those things. It's <laughs> not to but say it's so true. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. But like when I think back, like my parents would be like, it's like we never have to tell you what to do and you just do it. And I'm like, well, I'm the oldest child. So mm-hmm. there's maybe a, a, a link to that. For sure. Totally. Um, but I think that like that became my, not only my natural stance, but what I was praised for. So I would do it more because mm-hmm. I want, you know, I wanted yeah. like to keep doing the good things that mm-hmm. were rewarded or affirmed. And so I would do those things. And that kind of became my like um, radar of how, how something's done well or how something's not done well. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I also have like a high three. So I know this isn't an Enneagram series, but just to understand like all of this feeds into it. I wanted to high achieve. Three is the achiever, yes. Yeah. I wanted people to think like the world of me, I I cared so deeply about what people thought. So if I was affirmed in something, I just kept pursuing that like relentlessly. Mm -hmm. 
And so with independence and self-sufficiency and strength being those things, I think I just started to interpret like vulnerability, like not even on purpose, vulnerability as the opposite of that. So something not to be praised Mm -hmm. and like independence as like, oh, that's, that's the cool way. That's the great way. That's the, that's the road to go down. So this was probably all happening like subconsciously. And it's like in the last couple of years that that's been found out and challenged and in marriage (laughs) brings it out and having Mm -hmm. kids, it's brought it out and being in community with people and just like walking life with Jesus. It's like, Oh, like every time I'm, I'm tested something, every time something's hard for me, it's not because of this need to be stronger or not fearful. It's this need to let go Mm. and ask and like kind of get out of myself um, Mm -hmm. or my dependence on myself. Well, that was going to be my next question is, yeah. in, in this pursuit, um, what do you think you've learned most about yourself mm. that has yeah. been part of your process of being set free? I mean, the truth yeah. is none of us are finding freedom this yeah. side of heaven, right? but we probably get closer to it, have mm. moments of it, have um, victories in it. Yep. But so what do you think is something that in vulnerability you've learned about yourself mm-hmm. that's actually made you more free to be who God made you to be. Yeah. I um sorry, I should ask you this before. No, it's it's a good <laughs> question. I I have like I was just thinking about um relationships and freedom that I've found in depth that has been cultivated in relationships because of this and I guess like what I mean is um when I take the the courageous and like brave step for me, which is vulnerability and, um, letting people in to where like the natural me would want to like, no, I got this. I can do it on my own. Mm -hmm. My relationships are, they grow deeper. Mm -hmm. They, they grow in like intimacy and in a beautiful way. So like I actually, the more I press into this, even though it's not the most natural for me, I wouldn't want to change it ever. Mm. And like, I have like no regrets, you know, that phrase, no Mm -hmm. regrets, like literally no regrets because (laughs) like every time I do it, like my, my friendships grow in, in depth. My relationship with my husband is so much better than if I were to not choose vulnerability Mm -hmm. and, you know, grin and bear it and just like do whatever, it depends on the situation, but whatever it is to push through, like it's not, like at the end of the day, if I were to choose that journey, like who am I celebrating with or who am I like, who knows me mm-hmm. at the end of that? Like mm-hmm. the answer is no one. Like I, it was just me. And that's, there's no relational component to that. Mm-hmm. Like it's a lonely journey mm-hmm. and I don't want that. Like uh, at the you're end of the day. Me, yeah. You're making me think back about, um, again, Matt helped kick off, kick off the series, mm. but he talked about his biggest fear. He's very high three, very yeah. high eight. Yeah. Um, t- he talked a lot about, which I don't know that this is Enneagram. I think this is humanity. Yeah. Of, I was so afraid that if people knew who I actually was, mm-hmm. they would reject me. I yeah. wouldn't be loved or liked yeah. or picked or, and, I think what I'm hearing you say is vulnerability actually shows us that 
that the opposite is true. Yeah. And it's probably not, it's in not right true community. for everybody in the yes. right community. Yeah, it is true. But that's where the freedom is found. hundred percent. You know, I say this and to beauty too. Yes. Like, just life journey of like, like we, if we want to be seen and known and loved, which is like probably mm-hmm. just at the basis of humanity, mm-hmm. not just believers. Right. Like the only way to do that, the only way to be seen is to like show your yourself and your true cards are. Yeah. So, and I think like, like that is, that is the gateway to freedom. And I think when we're pursuing Jesus, then we understand, oh, he made me this way Mm -hmm. and where I fall short, he loves me. He, he knows first of all, Mm -hmm. and he loves me anyway. Yeah. I'm still known and loved and flawed. Yeah. And he knew it before I even realized it. Yes. (laughs) And, and that's where the freedom is. Like, I don't, Mm. you know, no matter what your style is, I mean, we've talked every week a little bit about the Enneagram, but no matter what your style is, you're known by God, you're created by God, Mm -hmm. known and loved. Mm -hmm. He has put certain qualities, motivations, whatever in you to play your part in this big mosaic of humanity. Right. But at the end of the day, no matter what style you might be or what motivations you have, um, to be known and loved. You know, I, I just, um, spent some time with one of my really good friends and, and I was saying, you're one of the few people that I actually feel like I'm actually me around. Mm. And I feel like that person is the person you actually love. And I could hear myself saying this, like, why is this, I'm saying this like it's so foreign, mm, you know, mm. but I, you do feel, I feel the most free to be myself with mm-hmm. a very small handful of people, like with my yeah. sister, like yeah. there's no pretending I'm anyone else Sure, with my sister, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I feel, and Matt will even, Matt has even said in our marriage, and we've been together 29 years, married 25, Epic. and he'll say, I love watching you with your sister. You're your most self. Mm. And it's like, cause I'm, I get to just be me. She, yeah. she's not leaving our church if I make her mad. Yeah. She's not leaving. She can't leave my family. She can't. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> totally. um, and so I think that what you're saying is that vulnerability is what lends itself to your real self being seen. Yeah. And that's where so much freedom is found. Yes. It also though, I'm just going to say this. I am a sick skeptic on that. <laughs> That's okay. We need a little bit of that. It also is so scary because it, it's also where someone might say, I actually know you and I actually don't like it. Totally. And that makes me think about some work I feel like I've had to be doing this last two years of mm. what happens when someone sees you, knows you, and they're like, yeah, yeah. I actually don't like that. Yeah. Let me tell you that it takes a certain amount of bravery and courage to mm. be okay mm-hmm. with that. <laughs> to- and I feel like knowing that that could happen because it's not like we are not under any illusion that it won't happen. I think I used to be under illusion. <laughs> <laughs> well, not anymore. That bubble was popped. My, yes, that, that has been broken. Yeah. But even that, like to me, it goes back to like identity because if if we are rejected, like if, if our worst fear comes true, mm-hmm. like we are still seen and created and known mm-hmm. by Jesus, like, which ultimately like it's, it's not every comfort in the world since we are like earthly beings, Yeah. but there's something there where it's like, if we, ha- like we do have something to go back to when 
people here on mm-hmm. here, meaning on earth, mm-hmm. like don't like what they see when we are vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And like there, there just is the possibility of that. It, it really pushes you to a place yeah. when someone knows you and you've really been, you've given it your all. Yeah. And they're still like, mm, mm-hmm. uh, you know, yeah. to be like, am I okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I still worthy? Like it makes you really yeah. dig deep. And what if this person doesn't like me yeah am I still likable totally do I still have a place do I still belong yeah. is it about me is it yeah. about them is yeah. it like I think that is a different kind of courage that mm. I I actually wish that I mean I'm just thinking this in the moment I'm like maybe we'll do a series on this but good. <laughs> you know the idea of like pleasing man, like who, mm-hmm. who am I if people don't like me? Am I still loved by God? Yeah. Like those are kind of the brave internal yeah. questions to dig into. I think where, where real freedom is found. And totally. I think that I'm 47 now. If you're listening, it's 2021 and I'm 47. <laughs> if you're listening five years from now, um, if we're still here, because God knows I'm like, Lord, are you coming back right now? It really seems like it. But um I feel like I, I'm the most free I've ever felt. Yeah. And I just had the worst year and a half I think I've ever had. But I've had to, it's crazy I've had to dig into those questions mm. about, I have some real enemies. Mm-hmm. Am I okay? I'm like checking myself for bullet wounds. Like, I'm still yeah. here. I'm still yeah. okay. If my worst fear came true. Yeah. Like, am I okay? Yeah. And apparently one of my worst fears is being hated by people. And... Mm. <laughs> I've got that in me too. This laughing right now is like, ha ha ha. But it's really tears. not right. <laughs> totally. It's not like a real laugh. It's really yeah. like, oh, I want to cry. Pastor Matt, a couple, well, in the When in Rome series, which has, you know, been 2021 so far, like mm-hmm. one of the things that he said recently was um, talking about how we focus on like the criticism of our enemy and like, what do we go through to like try and Mm -hmm. appease our enemy? And he was talking about, you know, how like you can do this song and this dance and like try and be your best and funniest and win them over. And like at the end of the day, you still might not. Mm -hmm. And one of the things he said that really convicted me in that moment was like, some of you pay more attention to the criticism of your enemy than your savior. Like you're, you're more focused on that. And I was like, (laughs) by your own husband through my mouth. I know. But I was like, oh my gosh, like that, it just like, it really, it really just convicted me because I was just like, I like, when has Jesus consumed my thoughts more than the criticism I've received from someone or like trying I need to, to like get right with God after this, after we wrap this conversation do right now, Lord, you know, us. Hey, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. You know, in, I mean, there's so many verses in the Bible that's like, be strong and courageous, be yeah. strong and courageous. Yeah. I will not leave you. I will not forsake you. Yeah. I will get your enemies. But I think that as women, we have, and maybe just as humans, but I'm just, I can only speak from my <laughs> viewpoint, but yeah, same. I, we have such a hard time having faith in even mm. that. Totally. Of what does it mean to be strong and courageous? And I think yeah. exactly what you're saying. I think we think when I have courage, it means I do the thing, mm. whether it's the inter- the internal work, yeah. asking myself the internal question. Matt had challenged women on his 
um, episode of like, you might need to look at your friend group. Mm. And if you can't be real, real with them, why are you friends? Yeah. You know, like that's hard work to that's look at really your friend hard. group and go, Absolutely. I can't be me here. And that doesn't mean everyone else is wrong. It might be a you thing, yeah. but you got to figure that out. I think, you know, when it, when we're talking about cultivating courage as a pathway to freedom, you know, it usually is like you said, the word counterintuitive, it's probably counterintuitive to everything we believe it should be. Mm -hmm. It's more of asking ourselves the hard questions and then following through. Yeah. It's more, you know, realizing that it doesn't mean I, that I'm not scared to do the hard thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm going to do the hard thing, whether that's have the hard conversation, yeah. Yeah. leave the unhealthy relationship. Um, cause we usually know what it is that we need to do when we're real with ourselves ladies we <laughs> hey. we know yeah we just don't want to know yeah but it's doing it anyway yeah you know and it's just like freedom is so close mm -hmm. but we make it so far yeah <laughs> if that makes sense yes I okay think that's so true let me see what other questions here how do you think you've leaned on god or others in this pursuit like what are some yeah. like for the woman listening and you're a person that's going to naturally probably cultivate courage, cultivate bravery because of how you're wired by God. Mm. So for you, it looks like actually being vulnerable. Yeah. But what are some things that you've had to do in this pursuit of growth mm -hmm. towards mm -hmm. this? Yeah. What are some practical things you would say to the woman listening? Like if they're like, you know, probably a good group of the people listening are very self-sufficient, self-reliant. Mm -hmm. They you yep. just have a natural courage. Yeah. Or there's the other end of the spectrum, which is me, which is like not a lot. Mm, totally. You know, what are some, what would you say to the woman listening about why it's so important to, per, to pursue cultivating courage yeah. um, in a pathway to freedom and, and maybe some mm. practical things you've done? Yeah. Conversations you've had. Yeah. I don't know if you know, uh, I, if you asked me this, I would not know. Like a scripture <laughs> memorized, like I'm no, the worst totally. scripture memorized. <laughs> there is. Okay. But you know what, like, what has this yeah. played out for you? Because one of the things that makes me crazy about women's ministry things or the church in general, like mm -hmm. I love the church, but when everything is a concept out there mm. and I'm like, okay, I understand the concept. Break it down. But what do I do? Like, <laughs> totally. what do, you know, and so what is that? Yes. What does this idea yeah. in your real life look like? Yeah. So. I, I can like look back on my, like the last decade of my life and see times where I did it well and times where I didn't. And when I didn't do it well, like, so I was um, an adult child when my parents divorced. They divorced when I was in college. It was a very strange situation because I'm from the Midwest. So everything was happening in Indiana. I'm out here in California. My little sister's in Indiana. Mm -hmm. And like looking back, this is a time where I did not do this well probably one of the most, one of the hardest things I've gone through, mm -hmm. you know, in my life. And my reaction was kind of push away community, which actually the effect of that was like a very like unhealthy, like detachment from what was going on. Mm. Like, and I would say like, I was not in tune with who I was, with how I was feeling, with the effects of everything like on me and um, it, it was, it was just like, it feels like I look back and it's like, what really even happened in those like six months of when the decision was made and the phone calls were, were there. And then like six months later, and it was actually, I was engaged, 
um, or I was about to be, whatever. It was in a season where I was like, there was a lot of life change in Mm -hmm. me too. That was pretty pivotal, like Mm -hmm. to kind of know, like to be able to express yourself and everything. And I feel like looking back, I was so like the consequences of me not choosing um, courage in, in, for my situation, vulnerability was loneliness. It was, Mm. it was so lonely and people Mm -hmm. would want to help, would try to help, would ask me questions. Like, you know, when someone asks, how are you? Mm -hmm. Um, how are you doing with everything? Like, um, you have, you have the opportunity, like it's, it's up to you what you give them. Mm -hmm. Like I could have, what I did in those times was like, I'll be okay. You know, like just very like tough it out kind Mm -hmm. of things. What I wish I would have done looking back what I think would have been the healthier route would have been like a real answer. Like Mm -hmm. it's really up to us how much we let people in because if you are a believer and you have believers around you, people will ask questions like that Mm -hmm. and they don't have to force their way in. They're, they're kind of like presenting like a hand Mm -hmm. if I asking a question like that. And like you are basically like, slapping their hand out of the way or you're like grabbing it and letting them like pick you up based Mm -hmm. on how you answer, Mm -hmm. you know? And I feel like just even in like, just in a really practical sense, when someone asks that or prompts you for that, you can, you can be real in that moment. Like you can choose the harder route if, and if you're like me, then that means like not, uh, skimming past the hard stuff Mm -hmm. and just like pretending like that's like minimizing it and then moving on to like, oh, but this will work out. This will be good. Like, it's just such a baloney thing yeah, yeah, to yeah. do. Cause like, that's not really what's going on in the heart. Um, but like, if I look kind of fast forward now, um, our family's kind of going through, not like my immediate family, but my sister-in-law is going through a really hard time. She's pregnant. They received really tough news with her baby. And like, we're processing that as a family. And mm-hmm trying to figure out like this is like it's like a test for me um to see like how much will I let people in so Mm. at community group uh last week so I'm in group with um Fredo and Ashley who Mm -hmm. you guys might you'll hear from Fredo at some point and um I love them they're just one of the amazing couples in our group but like they know what's going on and so when it comes time for us to like check in on each other and someone's like Terrell's like how are you guys doing like we give the real, mm-hmm. unedited, like not pretty. Morgan told me before the episode, like I gotta try not to cuss. Do you I cuss do. in that? Guys, I cuss a little bit. I'm so sorry. It's eight. It's an eight in her, her melody. Honestly, it comes out the most. Sorry with my to throw you under the best mouth. <laughs> it's just, it's just who we are. But it's like, like the unedited, even like the ugly cry, like. Mm they, that community, because we have built trust with each other, Mm -hmm. because we have history and we've had hard conversations that weren't like, we haven't always been relationally like, oh, we're so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because we've gone through that, like I feel, um, I trust them. Mm -hmm. And so when they ask me, how are you guys doing? It's like, okay, now is my chance to like, be brave and like actually tell them like the well, real and, raw ugly version. And would you say that is then where you find freedom to move? 
Because you can 100%. be you, you can let it go. I always, I always think this is that when we can't be real, which the vulnerability is your pathway to being real, right? right. Um, and that's your courageous move. But when we can't be real, those are, those are the things we hold inside, we process alone. Yep. Except we're not alone. We have the enemy in there. Yeah. Sometimes the enemy's us. Yeah. Sometimes so the true. enemy's the enemy. Which is he's, scary. He's, it should scare us. You know, if he that's puts the, the truth. spin. Yeah. He he. When we already feel like, man, if someone knew this, the enemy's like, yeah. If mm-hmm. they knew, you, mm-hmm. no one's gonna like you. Totally. You need to hide. Yeah. And his the enemy's best work is done. Yeah. When we don't get whatever it is out. Totally. We get it out, and we're like, hey. I just shared this. Yeah. Sometimes people are clumsy with it. It's why I have a big oh, heart. Sure. To help. Like there's, we always say there's being real. And then I have taken my own spin on that of how to be a good heart handler. Cause it's like, oh, you just yeah. put your heart out there. Yeah. Now what how I handle next? it actually determines if you ever do it again or not. Totally. It's so true. You know? And yes. so I'm always, I always think that cause you even said like, someone will ask you a question. You have the responsibility now to like, meet them there. Yeah. But I would say the other side of that is being a good question asker. Yeah, that's true. And I, you know, it's something I work on in my own life instead of just saying, how are you? Yeah. I'm good. You know, to think about the questions we ask to get a little more curious or to be more specific, like know the context. Hey, like your parents are getting divorced. Mm. How are you feeling about your parents getting divorced? Like, you know, because then it's like specific and it's like, how are you feeling about this thing? Yeah. You know, and you still have, you still have the choice. And Mm -hmm. Matt Matt talked about this, the choice to get out of your own prison. You still have the choice to be real or not. Yeah. But I think when we're on the other side of that, when we're good question askers, Mm -hmm. we help meet people there. Totally. And make them. And then, I mean, we're going to, we need, this is a whole nother like 10 hours on this about <laughs> what do you do when someone's real with you? Mm. You know, when someone is vulnerable with you, yeah. because the very thing they're afraid of, which the enemy is like, yep, 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 yep. in the yep. back of their internal dialogue totally. is saying, you know, if you're real, then if, if they are, you know, so sometimes you say not, you know, saying nothing actually can make people feel worse, yep. but what you say really matters. Like yeah. there are so many times where I honestly just say, thank you so much for trusting me to share that totally. with me. If totally. I don't have an answer, I don't have advice or advice. And sometimes if I'm shocked, yeah, <laughs> cause I'm like, that was really bad yeah. <laughs> because I do hear yeah. a lot of things. Sure. I just have a very intentional response of thank you so much for trusting me with yeah, that. Yeah. I don't give my two cents. I don't be like, OMG. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like, you don't always need to have like a scripture. Right. To I be just like, this I thank them for trusting yes. me with that. I don't run. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't run. I just and I have seen that be one of the most powerful ways 100%. to hold someone's heart. It's being present yeah. with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like it's being present and not like not even faking a reaction to be like, I, I need to have the perfect thing to say like right, in this right. moment. Like usually if we're thinking like that, it's actually not the perfect thing to say because right. we're like, <laughs> we're just counting on ourselves too much to like yes, come up with the yes. right answer. And that's just not usually it. Well, so, so before we wrap up, I think that's what I would want everyone to hear is like, yeah. I hear you sharing so much about what it looks like to take that courageous step of any person listening of what does that look like for you? Like, is it being vulnerable? Is it being more present? Sometimes it might look like, you know, asking yourself the hard questions. Um, But also to everyone listening, when someone takes a very courageous step to be real with you, Mm. 
to be a good heart handler, yeah. to, to think about that because that's holding their step towards freedom. Mm-hmm. That's holding their step of bravery and courage yeah. to be vulnerable, to put whatever out there, yeah. which is where the, when we put things into the light, that's where God does his work. When we 100%. keep things in the dark, what we do when people put something in the light and we're the receivers of real yeah. is so crucial. Yeah. So to, so this conversation is really, I want everyone to think about this of what are some ways you need to be courageous? Mm. Is there some relationships? I, I had a relationship with a young adult in our church yeah. and she said, you know, how she's just found who she is. And I watched this person step out of a very unhealthy relationship mm. about a year and a half ago. That was her step to bravery. That's awesome. Is I, I, this friendship is not good for me. Yep. And in the moment, not knowing like, am I going to just be lonely and isolated? Mm-hmm. But she knew God was calling her out of it. Yeah. T- took a very courageous step to walk away. And she has, she has grown like I have seen few people grow in such a short That's amount of time. So, cool. um, so, so what does that look like for you to, yeah. to, to cultivate bravery, to, to find this freedom? Yeah. But then also, I want everyone out there to be ready for if, so, if you are part of someone else's pro- process to be ready to be a good heart handler. Yeah. And if all you can say is, thank you for trusting me this, how can I pray for you? How yeah. can I support you yeah. um, to do that? So for everyone listening, Morgan, thank you so much for being thank with you. us today. Yeah, and everyone so now, if you watch online and you know, she's not going to be pregnant much longer. We no. actually had to hope today that she didn't go into labor during <laughs> no, this episode. And my husband will be taking action so that I don't get pregnant again. I'm like trying to, oh, okay. to say this. Four under four is a yeah. good lot for you. Huh? Yeah, we're, okay. we're done. So. <laughs> <laughs> but for everybody listening, here, here's what I'm going to ask you to do. That first thing is to, to spend time with God saying, what are some areas of my life that I'm probably imprisoned because I'm not being brave, mm. brave to be obedient, to get out of something or to pursue something. Also to pray to God, to have opportunities where you can be a part of someone else's courage journey to find freedom, where you can Mm. hold their heart well, be a good listener, don't give your advice, don't give your two cents, just give your kindness and love. Um, And then also to find someone, like you talked so much, Morgan, about community. Who's the person you're gonna share with and say, hey, I listened to this podcast, it challenged me on this, I want to talk about it, like live it out with someone. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. what does your next steps need to be? Yeah. You know, um, this isn't like, not like this is such a fun podcast to listen to like, Hey, it's party. But like <laughs> the point is that we're coming alongside you guys that choose to spend your time listening to help you encourage you on your own spiritual growth yeah. of being real with yourself, God and others. It's like you can lead a horse to water, you can't make him drink. This is us saying, hey, take a drink, but you got to take the drink. Yeah, right. Only you are going to find freedom if you cultivate the things we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And so for you guys listening, that's what we want you to do. And thank you, Morgan, again for thank being you. here. And to everyone else, yeah. um, we'll talk next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Cultivate Podcast. If you were encouraged by what you heard today, we kindly ask you to share this episode through Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Then tell a friend. We'd love our conversation to help you start your own.
subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave a review. We love hearing what you think and we know others will too. Cultivate Women exists to help women like you grow spiritually wise in a community of kindness. If you attend Singles Church, join us as we live out what we're learning on the weekends by using our weekly reflection guide. This is written by women for women so that you can cultivate the truth of God's word into your life. Find it every Monday at cultivate.sc slash discussion. You can keep up to date on all things Cultivate by following Cultivate Women on Instagram and Facebook or by visiting our website at cultivate.sc. Because Cultivate is just one piece of the ministry at Sandals Church, be sure to find our current and archived sermons from Pastor Matt Brown at sandalschurch.tv or go to sandalschurch.com to visit a campus near you. Also, be sure to subscribe to the Debrief podcast where Pastor Matt is giving real answers to tough questions from the Bible. Find it at debrief.show or wherever you find your podcasts. Friends, until we meet again, here or in person, remember, cultivate kindness.